everybody. It's your girl, Jessie Mae. This is the Sharp Tongue Podcast. How you doing? Thanks for tuning in, listening, downloading, subscribing, all that great stuff. How you, how you living? I hope you're living good. I'm feeling good. Even though yesterday I celebrated my father's first heavenly birthday, that's what they call it, when your dad is dead or loved one is dead, and their birthday is up in heaven. So his first heavenly birthday was yesterday. He would have been 82, and you know what? He's 82 in my heart. How about that? Shout out to anybody in the Dead Dads Club. You're not alone. Well, your dad's not there, so in that sense, you are a little bit alone, but you're not alone in the club. There's a whole bunch of people in it. So how's everybody doing? I'm going to be interviewing a few people who also lost their dads. Hey, speaking of not being alone, you can listen to us and how we've dealt with our grief and have learned to laugh through it. Speaking of laughing, come see me live this weekend. I'm going to be in Alberta, Canada, A, at the West Edmonton Mall this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Comic Strip. That's West Edmonton Mall. Come on out. Come on out and hang out. L.A., you want to come hang out? I'm going to be at the Flappers Comedy Club October 10th, one night only. Come out and laugh. One night only, one show only. Then I'm going to be at the Comic Strip in the Mall of America, Minnesota. How you doing, Minnesota? Oh, Bobby, how you doing? That's October 17th, 18th, and 19th. That's a House of Comedy in the Mall of America, October 17th, 18th, 19th, and 20th. I'm going to be at Wittenberg University, the 24th. Oh, Funny Bone Columbus. Columbus Funny Bone, one night only, October 23rd. That's a Wednesday. Happy Weeds Day. We're going to be celebrating October 23rd. Funny Bone Columbus, one night only. I'm going to be at the Cleveland Hilarities. Where's my Cleveland people at? October 25th and 26th. And the first weekend of November, I will be in D.C. at the Comedy Loft. All dates are available at jessiemade.com. Come on out and laugh away the pain. We all need to laugh away the pain. That's what we did on this episode. Oh, my God. Let me tell you, I have been really in the thick of grief, just in the thick of it, going through all the damn stages all over again. I think it's just because, my, like I said, my birthday passed, and my dad's birthday was yesterday, but he had to go and die on me. The anniversary of his death is coming up in October. What the fuck? At least I've got Halloween to look forward to. I'm going to go trick-or-treating in, in D.C. <laughs> so it's, it's, been, it's been quite the feat trying not to cry in public spaces and places, but you know what? I'm letting it all out and keeping it real. Got to keep going. And this podcast was so much fun. I actually got to meet and interview this chick who I've known for a while, but we've never met in person. We've only exchanged ridiculousness on Instagram and Twitter and such. So she is also a member of the Dead Dads Club. There's a, a bunch of us out there. I've interviewed a few people who are members of the Dead Dads Club. And I think you'll find that there's some helpful advice in these interviews on how to cope with grief, how to deal with death, and how to survive something extremely traumatic and painful as all of us go through. So that's my silver lining in being able to sit down with these people and hear their stories and hear how they've prevailed through difficulty. Her and I, we just had a great conversation. We laughed. There's a, there's one point where I really thought I was going to have to stop the podcast because we were laughing so hard about the worst thing ever. And <laughs> you ever do that? Like, you know you're not supposed to laugh. Like, on a trivial level, like just being in a classroom as a kid or a student, and you know you're not supposed to laugh, and you just lose it. <laughs> That's what her and I were doing. We just lost it like children, and I almost didn't get it back. I was worried that the, the train had fallen off the tracks, but we got her back on. We got her back on, and we were able just to <laughs> laugh through some really terrible stuff. She is hilarious. Uh, Texas native, very funny woman. She is just hysterical to follow on Twitter and Instagram. The stuff that she finds in her posts, are always they always bring a smile to my face. Like I, I can always count on her for some funny content. She's great. Hilarious. I, I love sitting down with her and having her share her story. I hope you enjoy the interview with the very funny Miss Jenny Johnson. Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Jessie Peluso. It's a personal 
look. Well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary. A deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. You'll probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. The whole point is for you to laugh, but you also might cry. I talk about my family. I talk about farts. farts. I talk about love, loss, comedy, how hard it is to make it in this biz. I'm a fucking professional. I talk about my dog sometimes. Each week it's something different. Sometimes I have a guest host. Sometimes it's going to be a movie companion episode. Sometimes I just ramble about the bullshit I dealt with the week before. You never know what you're going to get. It's raw, uncut, and funny. It's me. Singer, oh my God! No. You held that. I know. I was just trying to out. <laughs> I'm just competitive. <laughs> I, I was like you. really I impressed. Let you I, and I wasn't even looking, but I Are felt. You a singer, I'm not. <laughs> Jenny Johnson, everybody's in the house. Yeah, we just fucking nailed that. We shit. nailed it. She t- stole my dog. Yeah, Chaplin's all over my private area. Wow, does your crotch feel nice and warm? It do. It do. It do. I'm not mad. I'm gonna get me some Chaplin panties. Oh, he's such a little whore. He's such a lap whore. He is. Oh my god. And he, now he's licking his dick. He's See, licking his dick. You've got quite. Quite I this is literally this this, should, this could actually be called a sex move. It's like what what is it called when your dog is on your lap and licks his dick while on your crotch? It's called a chaplain. It's called dying alone. That's my story. <laughs> Welcome to the pod, and this is also the first time we're meeting in the flesh. Yes, it is. That's bizarre. I know. In a weird way, I was like, I f- I felt like I met you, but I then feel I'm like, like I know you. I know. Well, dead think, Dad Club. <laughs> it's a Dead Dad Club. Shout out to Dead Dads. What? what? We're all here. No, you're not alone. Well, you are now because your dad died. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Dead Dads, a piece of Joey P is here. <laughs> what was your dad's first name? Joseph. Joseph. And it was funny because when you saw this, you you said, what parts do you think? Are <laughs> you got the dick. <laughs> I asked specifically for just my dad's just <laughs> twig dick. and berries. <laughs> If you can't laugh, what's the point of life? <laughs> I think if my dad had thought it out better, he would have probably said, just make sure that you sift out my <laughs> yeah. Keep, give it to Jenny. Keep a little urn, like a dick urn. Put a little dick urn. A dick urn. A, a dick urn. Daddy's dick urn. <laughs> I do. I mean, it's strange that we haven't, this is how we're meeting in this uh, context, but we are linked by a couple different things. Yes. I am dear friends with with jill with jill uh-huh. and a comedy uh-huh. and the dead dad thing and us both being white people uh, both being white blonde bitches, white blonde bitches. <laughs> horrible people horrible people we are uh. the problem we are the <laughs> root of all societal problems everything that's wrong with life <laughs> is our fault by the it way, is white women fault. we're the new white man oh we really are we really are we gotta stop calling people while they're barbecuing we gotta stop calling the police on them stop, gotta stop tailgating stop tailgating just stop tailgating. We have to stop tailgating. We have to stop um, enabling white men. Stop, I, I need like the college girls to stop wearing the same shit. Yes, yeah, stop wearing the. I literally just took off a shirt I was going to wear uh-huh. for you because I felt like it looked like a Kylie Jenner starter kit. It was this, these half shirts that everything, everyone has these. Where's the rest of the fucking shirt? Just what? How old are, is it? An OP shirt? Yeah, what from is the Yeah, what is this? Is this. <laughs> Is it? Oh, oh! You're cool. You're in a new champion sweatshirt. How retro? Well, yeah, I'm like. I was around when that company went issu- bankrupt. They issued that <laughs> to us when I was in high school. Yeah, and that's what we had. We had to wear champion sweatshirts in high school. I just saw this picture of Kylie Jenner that she posted of her and her best friend, and it was like on Daily Mail, <laughs> and, it, and it was the two of them wearing the same shit, but, oh. it, but of course a different 22 of them from when I was 22. Right. They're in front of a Bentley, kind of wearing the same shit, and it said Kylie Jenner with her last. Lash expert best friend. Lash <laughs> And I was like, expert. oh, God, that takes me back. <laughs> yeah, because when I was 22, me and my lash expert best friend rolled around in a Bentley on girls' night. A Bentley? I was with my meth dealer next to a RAV4 that had one I wheel. Was, I was in a Ford probe. <laughs> I was in 
a Ford probe wearing my roommate's fucking shirt. She wore out Getting the night probed. before that smelled like fucking cigarettes. Getting probes so you could get some weed. A hundred percent. Yeah, the 20s have changed, I'd yeah, say. I'm I standing in a right. parking lot looking at an 18-wheeler on shrooms. Going, I think it's Optimus Prime. If we stop, he'll shapeshift. And- <laughs> That's literally a true story of my 22nd birthday. I just stood in a Denny's parking lot looking at an 18-wheeler, and I was like, you can change. You can go ahead and do it. I was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I think it's Optimus Prime from the Transformer. That would be awesome, man. I just want to be best friend to my car. Everyone's like, no, that's a trucker getting a blowjob sitting in the cab in the Denny's parking lot. I'm like, no, you don't know. No, you don't no, understand. No, 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 no. The you car and I are communicating. You don't understand. I'm like, shh, shh, shh. It's okay. Do you still shroom? Uh, the last time I did, I had the. I, I always have the best time. I just do it every so Every so often? often? Yeah, so it's fun. Why? Why is it more fun every so often? Because if you do it all the time, it's not. It takes away the... It loses its appeal. You're right. Like you do it on a special occasion, then it's just fun. Then right. Then I'm cartwheeling down a fairway in Palm Springs. <laughs> oh God, you sound fun on mushrooms. Yeah. Oh, my God. The last time I did it, I was like, look at these palm trees. They all started to look like Tina Turner in various <laughs> stages of her life because the, the her hair, you know, like the, if you looked yeah. in the dark and the moon was really bright and I was like, I think Erica Badu is actually behind her. I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to jinx it, but look, and they were swaying, and I was like, this is so much fun. I'm going to jump in the pool. It feels like jello. <laughs> this is a great state of I my need life. your mushroom dealer. <laughs> Last time I did mushrooms, I had a panic attack after painting a really horrific, actually, I have it back here. I'll show you oh, please show what me. I painted. Your and artwork I, on shrooms? I, I did some artwork on shrooms that I auctioned off because the proceeds went to Alzheimer's Association. <laughs> look at this oh I don't know. It's me blowing a strawberry. I don't know what. But you were getting validation because there's a check mark. There's a. Those are my eyelashes. I'm a lash expert. That's my. If you look at it this way, it looks like it's like a bush with a thing and a check mark. But if you look at it this way, you're eating. You're blowing a strawberry. Strawberry behind a spruce with some like. villain cartoon villain eyebrows i don't know I, I i and that was on like a tenth of a sh- of that's impressive a great of a whatever the basically a tenth of a, a whole mushroom like the mushroom is this big uh-huh. a tenth of that and I, this is what happened that's really i mine was in a chocolate bar form see i think that's better i feel like it's better if you have like a little bit of food or something <laughs> with it <laughs> the funny thing was the girl that i got it from she she gave it to me and I said I was going to Palm Springs for my friend's birthday. And then when I opened it up, she left an index card. I still have it because it was too funny. And Green Marker gave me instructions. Hey, so just to let you know, when you open this up, it's going to look like a Hershey bar. There's going to be, you know, 12 individual pieces. Maybe start off with half a one, depending on your tolerance. But knowing you, just have the whole one. Oh, <laughs> And then she said, just be careful because they're potent. And then she scratched out the word potent and then wrote the word potent again. She spelled it right the first time and then rewrote it again. And I was like, I can never throw it. No. Was she on mushrooms when she wrote it? But it was, I showed it to my friend Dan. That we, It was him and I doing it. I go, what is this? And he goes, it's potent. Potent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, she wasn't wrong to write it twice. Yeah, she's like, um, let me cross it out. No, I was right. It's, yeah. it's still very and potent. And when we ate them, I was like, yeah, they are potent. potent. Like, do you smoke weed too? I do. How regularly? Uh, not right. I like edibles more. Yeah? Yeah. Like, what's your milligram go-to? How, how, I how many? Like the, uh, Ridiculous I, tolerance? I grew up next to a nuclear power plant. I really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, it's like Homer Simpson. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. My friends, like my best friend that I grew up with, we talk all the time and she's like, she lives in Flagstaff, Arizona. She goes, is there something wrong with us? Because I can just, everything, like the tolerance for everything is just... I have like a piece of an edible and I am shot to the fucking moon. Really? Oh, I am shot to the moon. I am just done. I'm done. I'm completely done. Really? Yeah. It's It's like... I, I, my tolerance level is so I'm so sensitive to everything oh see I'm not I, I wish, wish I, I wasn't <laughs> if there is a middle <laughs> come on Joseph yeah, come on Joseph rub my dad 
Gonna rub your dad's <laughs> Does it make it more weird that it's just his dick and balls in here? It makes it better. <laughs> it's more what I'm accustomed to. <laughs> did you? What? Why but did I your... do smoke weed? Like I now everybody's like the vape pen thing. You're not supposed to do that anymore. I mean, are we surprised? These people that are like, I, you know, they're blowing out wizard clouds of smoke. That can't be on healthy. On the reg, twenty four seven, and then it's like, oh my god. There's a warning with vape pens. These things aren't as safe as... I'm like, you're Duh. sucking on a piece of machinery that I plugged right. into an outlet <laughs> in my living room. I'm not surprised. And it tastes like granddaddy purple? What is right. that? I don't want my granddaddy... First of all, it shouldn't Strawberry be tasting them. shortcake. You're naming it after, like, kid thing. Kids are getting hooked on it. Really? Yeah, no wonder you're naming it after delicious things. Call you it crack name dick. It daddy's dick. Daddy's <laughs> dick. Would suck no one's going to smoke that vape. If all vape pens were just called daddy's dick, I bet the epidemic would. I love that, like, vape pens are hurting people and they're, like, on it immediately. But cigarettes. You could spray spray down a whole school with a machine gun and go, that's fine. No, that's not a big deal. I go buy my Claritin D and I have to show my driver's license because people make meth with it. And I'm like, but you're like I failed chemistry. I'm just trying to get rid of my sinus headache. Yeah, like literally, I my heart's beating you know through my fucking head. So it's here, so ridiculous where our like priorities are. But I enjoy, I do enjoy marijuana as well. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan. It makes me happy. I wish it didn't make me as hungry. But oh man, I get so hungry. But I, I poop like nine times a day. Now you're bragging. Yeah. That's not <laughs> <laughs> now you're just showing off. <laughs> Wait a minute, you poop nine times a day and you have a curtain as your bathroom door? <laughs> I'm impressed by that. Oh you God. actually have just a curtain. I do, because I it's poop like so often. I don't want to shut the door every time. I would to- I would want two doors if I shit ten times a day. I put a curtain up because you cross the courtyard if my neighbor's in their room. Well, you just go shit your neighbor's <laughs> Isn't there like a lobby bathroom or something? <laughs> I put it up so that I didn't have to shut the door every time. Now I can like have the curtain and then open my closet door and no one can see me shit without me having to shut the door. <laughs> you don't strike me as the type that would be that would give a literally give a shit. I really don't, but you know, I I guess it's more it's like a like a evolutionary survival thing where I just I feel vulnerable when I'm on the pot and so I just don't want any creature looking at me. But but a door would <laughs> a door would do <laughs> wonders a door in a lock I know it's such failed logic (laughs) it's like I feel vulnerable so let me put a fucking piece of linen (laughs) it literally is like a piece of linen that I got from Target it's like it's a tree my face hurts it's a fucking tree oh my cheeks hurt so bad (laughs) you literally have some like Nana's linen like, don't use that. That just goes over the oven. <laughs> it's not, it's it a, says home is home or something. And it's the best part is when Carlin, my pit bull, gets all riled up in the house. He gets caught in it. He's twisted in it. And then he just runs. <laughs> and then he's just... You know what, I'm going to bring my dog over here. Dewey, when he sees the curtain, he gets in it. And then he just gets into like some death's roll. Yeah. And he just twirls until he's pulled down the whole like, curtain rod because he just gets in it and just twirls as fast as he can until the whole thing falls. So oh, like, my God. Yeah, so you would be in trouble. <laughs> so your dad's dead. So my, he's so dead. You would not believe. My dad's dead. How dead your dad. is Oh god! He's so dead. He gave your dad the tour. (laughs) (laughs) When did your dad die? March thirtieth, twenty twelve. Brag, brag, humble brag. Oh, you're so good at being. I I kept waiting for him to go. I was like, if he does it on April first, I'm gonna lose it. And it was like he just made it before it's April. April Fool's Day. I thought it would have been perfect if he actually died on April Fool's Day. And then came back the second, like, just kidding. And it's like, LOL, huh? <laughs> LOL, JK, dad's back. You're like, oh, okay, cool. Well, we kind of already erased you all of me. your details. You got me. <laughs> your accounts are gone, dad. So you have to start from scratch. We don't even have a social security number anymore. Was your pop sick? <laughs> he was. <laughs> 
go in the bathroom, he's sheet curtain. <laughs> Hi. Oh my god. <laughs> it's only been fifteen minutes. We can't go on like this. <laughs> he had <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, that's <laughs> It's all my fault. It's my. It's not my fault. Your dad died, but uh. I actually, oh, think God. it is now. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Uh, I feel. Answer. Isn't prostate cancer curable? This <laughs> <laughs> for some people. Not my dad. This was fucked. This doctor said smoke if you got him. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, fuck. I'm, like, I'm literally sweating. <laughs> Dry yourself off. You want me to get you a glass of water? Are you okay? I have some. Oh, my here. God. And I can't believe oh. Chaplin is staying. He hasn't moved. Back. He's like, oh, no, good morning. <laughs> He's used Say to more a, things like that. He's used to a woman losing her, her <laughs> shit and him just relaxing. This one might not be on me. <laughs> it's Maybe me, like, every other work. week. <laughs> I'm just losing my mind. He's my dogs are so used to me being like insane, and they they maintain their cool. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, trust me. My every dog I've had has always been like, oh, here we go. <laughs> just walks out of the room. Have you had a lot of dogs? I, well, I've had. I had my 14 year old Basset Hound Birdie, who she passed away a couple of years ago. But Birdie and I, I had had her since she was five weeks old. And everywhere I went, she just was so independent. And if I just would do something, I had friends over at a party. Like, she would real social and wanted to see everyone. And then if I started acting like an asshole, she's like. <laughs> would she just leave? <laughs> we'll go and sleep in the other room. Like I, when I, It's like, I can't be a yeah, party to this. When I first moved out here and I had Birdie and then I had a, a lab named Hank. But they were both older, like, when yeah. I moved out here. And when Hank passed away. And it was kind of sudden, like, good for him for being like 11. And it was just like, he just had Boom. a... Boom. So good on him. He was never yeah. sick. But there I was late in my bed. I'm crying. I'm, she's on her bed in the living room. I go and I pick her up to put her on the bed. <laughs> and she gets up. And she couldn't jump off because she's a basset out. So she just stood at the end and like, no, no, I don't... <laughs> we don't do this. I don't know you... Cr- cry teary-eyed freak just get me off the fucking <laughs> she, bed. she stood at the end of the bed yeah and i picked her up and she just like like she was wearing tap shoes she like walked out and then stopped and went <laughs> oh my <laughs> god going. what a rude dog oh she was the best I loved her. She, she acted like me <laughs> are you you're from texas yeah we're about in texas bay city texas which is uh just between like houston and corpus christi and now i kind of hear a little slight accent yes i do have a slight just accent. it's it's very unique though it sounds like you've worked hard to get rid of your texas <laughs> accent. Cut, it starts coming out every if, if i especially if i'm around people like when i go back home or something right. like that it really what's it sound like like when it kicks in like what's the full i don't really know i, I think that it's like there's just in texas i mean you I'm sure you've been yep. several times. It's just a slower, like a draw. Like it's not like it is, it's it's slower. Like I can tell Southern accents. I can tell what part of, you know, like if somebody's from, I can hear an accent and go, Oh, you're from Georgia. Right. Like I can distinguish between the L- Southern Louisiana. Like, I don't even know what's happening. The Lu- Louisiana sounds like they're, they're only their mouth is stroking out and it's filled with marbles and crickets. It makes <laughs> <laughs> it's just and they just like <laughs> the beignets, which are delicious. <laughs> they really are. Oh, they're so good. But like, I could tell Alabama or like Mississippi, Tennessee. There's North Carolina, especially. North Carolina is a weird accent. Yeah, Syracuse is just flat. It's very flat A's. Yeah, it's like you want to go shopping at the mall. It's just a very flat. Everything stops abruptly like with a, the con- with the accent. Do you ever watch Family Guy? I love Family Guy. Okay, so you know Bruce. I don't know who the fuck that Bruce is. Bruce is the one that I've watched goes, Family Guy twice, but I do love it. Oh, uh, is the guy <laughs> Mike Henry that does a voice? He's from Virginia, but it's that character has this. I'm like that is a Georgia. It's my favorite accent ever. Is a Southern gay man. 
and that's it. And Bruce will go, oh, no, you's going to get sick. You, you know, you, you know, them's going to hurt you. And it's like there's this weird thing, but that is such a Georgia sound. Yeah. Like, oh, no. Bless your heart. Oh, oh no. The oh thing is more of like in Texas, there's, it's like, oh. Oh. But then, oh. <laughs> Did you ever see the, I love documentaries. Did you ever see The Staircase? Is that the one with the dude and the owl and the woman? Did he do it? That's the greatest thing about the docuseries. There's no no way of knowing. There's no... It's such a good documentary. It's so insane. The most fucked up thing was when they went to exhume this woman's body, the first, like, friend... They're like, well, we had to go to Texas, and here we are in Bay City, Texas. I'm like, that's my fucking hometown. Are you kidding me? That's a town of 18,000 people. And you're like, I had no idea. That's where Aunt Carol went. Holy... (laughs) hundred percent but they had so they were they were all in raleigh durham yeah and so all and when they were on trial the guy that was uh the prosecutor he was the da and he had this real his mouth barely moved when he talked <laughs> i couldn't get enough of watching it because every person in that docuseries was just a character and he, they really were and he goes uh well there was blood found on the staircase <laughs> 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 and not own own o w n own and there was blood own mr peterson's pants <laughs> there was blood own in a way own that is north carolina like own, own. <laughs> there's blood own the staircase and then they had the assistant da who free to black and she looked if you haven't seen the whole thing i highly recommend it i was obsessed well, with her did she have that crunchy hair she she dressed like a five year old going to church in the eighties, and she had like the cr- she wore so much makeup, and she's like yes. Michael Peterson, he's over here uh, getting on emails, having sex every witchy way with men. You go, so they're gonna be soulmates. So you're saying him, Michael Peterson, Kathleen Peterson, soulmates, and he is having sexual relations, filth, pure d filth. I'm like. Oh my god! This is supposed to be a murder trial, and I am like laughing this hard. So we were like the first time I saw it. I was like, "This is the funniest thing I've ever." <laughs> now seen. I need to rewatch it because I was so engrossed by the details of the case that I didn't even like absorb the characters in it. Now I'm going to watch it from oh, a new light. You have to watch because the there's the adopted daughters that have gone through the ringer with like every mother they've yeah, had. Yeah, it's signed. every they had like three mothers die. Every one of them keeps dying, and, and they can just flip a switch and go, well, mom. And they're like, well, when you say mom, who are you talking about? <laughs> which dead mother which are you dead, referring which to? Which one that this guy apparently And he was killed? married to both of them. No, the... F- because remember the yes. first one, there was a staircase. The, the first one, that's the one that ended up was in Bay City. That was the next door neighbor of him in the first That's wife. right. And then her husband died in like Grenada, and then she... Had an accident. Down they, the they all seem to have an accident yeah. around this and guy. F- I mean, what are, what are the odds that you find two dead women at the bottom of a staircase? Well, you haven't been to my family's Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we don't have that's, stairs. That's a low. That's a low average. <laughs> we have a one story. <laughs> you haven't been to Nancy's house on Christmas morning. <laughs> she likes to get the box of wine started early on Christmas. Oh, trust me. <laughs> You should see, oh, yeah, Christmas is always a treat. Just get in there, and it's like... It's fun. Christmas... The holidays are wild. They're wild. And everyone thinks that it's just their family. I mean, everyone's family... There's not it's one family, up. and the one family that's saying it's perfect. Let me sit They're there murderers. for the day, High because staircase. I will poke holes yes. in that whole entire family yes. and go. Why? Why does she keep going to the bathroom with her <laughs> phone and charger every five? Minutes? <laughs> what is the drape? What's yeah. with these drapes over the doorway? <laughs> why aren't there doors to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> Were your parents together when your father passed? Yes, they've been married for fifty years. When he, Ooh. I was happy they made the fifty-year mark. That's a that's a huge accomplishment. It's a huge accomplishment. Yeah, they had nothing in common. They did Oh, no. That's not, how it works. But I, I would, what the hell do y'all have? My dad would go, we love each other. And that's yeah. it. Literally after that, we have nothing in common. <laughs> what did your dad do for work? He was a chemical engineer. Oh, damn. Yeah. So I'm sure that played no factor in his <laughs> getting cancer. He worked at a chemical plant for oh almost 40 Lord. years. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, Fuck. just puffed chemicals for 40 years and got cancer. Oh, what were the chances of that? You know, my next door neighbor... Uh, Joe, God rest his soul, also worked in a plant 
and got not that you know i don't have a pieces of that show i wish i could have like a just a whole collection of people if you guys have scoops i have a little scoop of my dad in here just a little scoop just a little you're making your coffee like a peppering of your uncle your aunt i'll start a nice menagerie of death on my everyone could just get like a salt shaker (laughs) yeah if you could just have like a little send me a salt shaker like a red pepper shaker (laughs) yeah you know those little ones that you get in the hotels yeah yeah (laughs) That'd be nice. I think that'd be nice to have everyone. Yeah, just fathers. a little bit. I want to start a dead dad collection. If you guys have pieces of your dead dad, you want to send to me, uh, sharp tongue podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> send me. Well, how long were your parents married? Um, they separated when I was about nine. Was it your remained- fault? <laughs> <laughs> it was my fault. It was all my fault. They remained very close. Oh, that's good. They were friends. Yeah, they were close. And when did he pass away? He passed away. Um, It'll be a year, October 29th. His birthday's today. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Dad. Yeah, he would have been 82. Wow. My, yeah, my dad would have been, his birthday was June 29th, so he would have been 81. And when was the, do you remember the first, do you remember your first birthday without him? I do. And what yeah. was that like for you? It was just weird. Like, that whole first year to me was weird. I mean, like, going through and you're doing this, it, like, the first year wasn't, as hard to me as the second year because I was so zoned in on having heard people say the first year is the hardest. Yeah. And when I heard that constantly, I was like, I just got to get through everything. I got to get through the you first. You were focused on getting through the yeah. first. So it, March 30th, and it was like the first thing was, you know, not that we were like some crazy religious family or anything, but it was just an Easter holiday or yeah. uh, Mother's Day was the first thing. And I remember like, oh, that's hard. You know, like it was Mother's Day, but still that was my mom's you know she's a mother because of yeah you know and then my birthday is may 19th and then june was really is particularly difficult because it was my parents anniversary father's day and his birthday are all oh, in june. oh the fun trifecta so that was just like somebody taking a baseball bat and just beating the shit out. oh you oh, you got back up again <laughs> <laughs> and then my sister's birthday is in july my mom's is in august and then it was like okay we gotta get damn it's like we every get... every yeah. milestone you have to and so once survive. it was like the year came by i'm like okay i did it oh ouch this you know because <laughs> yeah. i was so zoned in on like i could get through this i gotta make sure my mom's okay i i was being more like protective and taking care of her making sure that she was getting through everything yeah okay. and my mom is not this like super sensitive person like she would call me and go like what are you doing and i, I was still living in houston at the time i was like nothing what's up she's like well, and she just would be pissed i'm like what's wrong i'm having a bad day and i was like do you want to come stay with me yes <laughs> I mean, pack my bag. I'm like, great. I can't, can't fucking can't wait. wait. You know, <laughs> it's will be great. But that was her way of being like, I know her well enough to know that's her way of going. I actually need you to. Just, I'm hurt. Yeah, I'm hurting. And, it, and fair enough. Like, why wouldn't you? Your husband of 50 years. Yeah. We watched him die, which was. You did. Super not. Ch- <laughs> oh, it was terrible. Brutal. Brutal. Fucking brutal. Like, that's one of those things that I oh. kept going like, oh, I wish that on the way there <laughs> like, i don't want to see this Jesus. but in my head i'm like you know it was my mom my sister we were all there yeah and my ex-husband uh he was there with us too at the we were still married at the time and and it was just like fuck i didn't want to see that like yeah. i did not want that did any part of it help you with grief did any part of being in that moment I don't help I really you deal with don't, it. No, I really don't know because I, I had no like frame of reference right. for it. It just happened, and I was like, "Well, that ha-, and there it is." That's that's and fucking so crazy. Is. Like that's like what I remember just thinking. Like my mom, my sister. I just remember them. My ex husband had walked out of the room. My mom, and my sister were just hugging and crying. I was just staring, and I was like, "Wow!" So there it is. Like yeah. It is kind That's of like, it. like it's almost anticlimactic. It, it it made me think of like all the time my dad and I were just the best of friends and how many stories he would tell me about his parents. And my parents were married for 15 years before they had my sister. She's two years older. And their parents waited a long time to have kids. So we wow. didn't have grandparents. Yeah. And so I would hear my dad talk and tell these stories all the time. And I just remember that was the first thought in my head was, Oh, wow. So you're going to be that story now. Oh, wow. You know, like that yeah. was for some weird reason. I was like, wow. So that's it. Like, that's beautiful, though. That's, huh. Like, it, it just was kind of, I knew it was coming, but it was still like the weirdest, like, huh. So that's it. 
like and i think at the you know that closed that book like that yeah was, it was weird like that was it he and he was uh 73 that's which, young yeah and he was not he never t- like even when he was told like there's nothing more we can do he was at md anderson cancer center which is like a world-renowned cancer center in houston and he he just chose to not he didn't he was like nope he he just was like, hey, we always <laughs> here's an embarrassing fact is I like NASCAR. Uh, That's cool. Yeah. And my dad and I would always go That's cool. to Fort Worth to NASCAR. I races. like beer and domestic abuse too. Yeah. <laughs> and then you like the NFL. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Any other professional sport? <laughs> yeah, you know, just NASCAR's maybe. cool. But that was something like as a kid, and I just remember him like. So this was in March, and we would go to this race in Fort Worth every April. And I remember him like just, I mean, just riddled with it. Like it was like he was under hospice. Fortunately, it was quick. Once he was put under hospice, it was like three weeks. Yeah. And, and that was it. But he's he would just tell me like, yeah, well, when we go to Fort Worth next month, like he was in a, I just thought, I don't need to have this talk with him. Like I know a lot of people because I had, that's the greatest thing is I had nothing left unsaid to him. We were actually just the best of friends. Yeah. And so I never had this. I wish that I had spent more time. Me too. Would, oh my God. My Isn't that, that's like one of the greatest things. So many people that I talk to yeah. about losing someone, that's one of their biggest regret besides had, not being able to say goodbye. Right. Things left unsaid. Yeah. Those two things are like so hard for people to deal with post posthumously because it's, it's, on them yep it's their it's their fuck up you know and my dad and i just my whole life like we never had we we i told him everything yeah like so we were just so close i saw him because i had still been living in houston and my parents always had a a a sailboat and they like when i i got like a weekend place in galveston they moved the boat so like i saw him every weekend he came and stayed at my place like my mom would come she's the least outdoorsy person <laughs> she would go i'll come this weekend and then she'd call and go it's gonna be windy and i just got my hair done <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be wind. there's air yeah it, it, like that's my mom is like she was just big gucci wrap and she, her hair is a big jewelry and my dad's like oh look at this t-shirt sleeves are being cut out you know <laughs> like, they could not have been more different but i we hung out all the time we talked all the time we'd like did he have a nickname for you uh, oh, he always called me Toots. Toots? Toots. Yeah, I always called him Pops. He called me Toots. I called my dad Pops and he called me uh, Putts. Putts. Jesse Putts. Jesse. <laughs> that was like a, just a weird, you know, what's up? Or Boot. How you doing, Boot? Boo or Boot? Boot. Boot. Where's he from? He's from Auburn, New York. Where are you from? Upstate, Syracuse. Oh. So they're, bra- they're pretty close, but yeah. I could tell your Southern accent. <laughs> <laughs> Boots. Like, Pops, toots. A toots, pots, act. Yeah, my dad and I, he was so, my dad was just, and he was just, of course, like so fucking funny. My mom's hilarious too, but in a way that I don't think she means to be. <laughs> right, I was just going to say unintent. She sounds, just from how you're describing her, someone who might be hilarious just in her own right. She just says whatever pops in her head. <laughs> it's like a child that wanders into a room and asks someone, why are there wheels on your chair? And you're like, <laughs> you're not supposed to say that. Like, my mom would just point, like she just... Has, I love that. I I honestly everyone loves her. I like they? that more than somebody who internalizes things and judges you quietly. I'd yeah. rather somebody come out and because all the cards are on the table oh, with yeah. someone like that. They're oh. real. You know that they're. She sounds like she might be a loyal well, she's, human. <laughs> she's also so funny because she just she'll she'll be the first one to show up to someone's house. She'll make a dessert. You know, if somebody dies, but then she'll come in and go, "Oh God, did you see what Mary Edith was wearing yesterday?" <laughs> <laughs> That's a just, oh inner. my God, tacky. bless her heart. Bless. Oh my God. I mean, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't. But I'm like, well, you did, you know. You already did, Bob. You kind of just put it out. <laughs> but she, but she also has this level of confidence that I, it's mind-boggling. She'll go, oh, well, I'll go there, but everyone loves me there. <laughs> Who the hell talks? You're like, it's a funeral home, yeah, like, mom. Everyone loves you. They think I'm so funny, and you know. And then she'll say someone else's name. She thinks she's funny, but. She actually <laughs> copies what I do. Like, she'll say shit like that. I'm like, wow. What's your mom's name? <laughs> Corky. <laughs> what? Her name is Carolyn, but she Cork- was like Corky. Yeah. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah, Cor- is it Corky Johnson. <laughs> oh. Does she call- refer to herself as Corky? No, she doesn't. But she just says it in a way. I'm like, oh. you don't realize that that was the name of a character on 30s. <laughs> yes. And she's like, she has 
she just has more confidence. It's absolutely hilarious. She sounds like a hoot. Oh, she really is. <laughs> I mean, she'll say things, though. I'm like, you you know you can't say stuff like that. Like, I realized the Civil Rights Act was passed <laughs> when you were... <laughs> it was later in life, but you can't say things. Or, like, she'll tell me something about... I, you know, went to lunch with the girls. I call them girls, but, you know, we're old. I'm like... I, <laughs> yeah go ahead and she's like and we had the nicest waiter he and he was a black guy but he was so <laughs> nice that i was like that pertains to nothing in the story like right, the, what, what was that detail for the whole story could have been said yes without, without that but would you have said he was we had the nicest white guy as a waiter and she's like well uh, no <laughs> My dad was very similar. He would say things like that, too. And it's just generational. It's generational. Totally it's generational. Like, it's like, you just told me in that one sentence that you're, like, minorly racist. Right. And it's like, I don't see, I know this person, like, the back of my hand. There's not a racist. She's not racist, but it's like, it's just a generational thing. It is. Like, it's just, just it's language. You can't say things like that. Right. And I'm like, maybe don't say that stuff, especially in front of people that know that you're my mom. Like, maybe. He was nice and a black man. Yeah. I mean, really, there was this guy. Now, he was gay i mean and he was you know pretty mm, gay and i'm like was he just sucking cocks yeah, in dick front in of his you ass? or like what were you what, are what you kind of restaurant about? was this and what what does this matter and she's like well it doesn't but i'm like <gasps> <laughs> you wouldn't go oh my god so i had this way he looks like he hadn't been laid in 20 years and he was white or so i'm dating this guy he's a gimp anyways yeah. uh <laughs> he has paraplegia <laughs> i mean it's really bless his heart you know? bless his heart i mean not his legs because he doesn't have any anymore but in the south you can literally get away with saying anything horrific if you just say bless his heart or bless her heart afterwards. have you like have, what's the most horrific thing you've heard someone say and then say bless your heart <laughs> <laughs> when i say this I'm, it's so terrible but i won't say who said it but it was someone like from my hometown like parents friends like oh my god i saw this one-legged midget he seemed a little downsy but bless his heart <laughs> <laughs> i mean i just remember standing i was in high school and i just stared at this place on the wall and i'm like i need to um i'm gonna excuse oh my myself god. to go to the bathroom real quick a little downsy a one-legged midget that seemed a little downsy talk about a niche market and i was like Jeez! What? I don't even know which one of those things to tell you. <laughs> yeah, which you one do you like a, to start with? Go with it's parts? inappropriate as shit. And by the way, that one-legged down it's probably a lot sharper than the person that yeah. said it. Was. I love. I honestly, my mom used to watch a couple special needs kids, and I loved them. Mm-hmm. Those special needs children, they were so mutual. sweet. <laughs> Timmy, this one kid, Timmy, used to come over, and I know it sounds like stereotypical of kid with Down syndrome, right? Because Timmy had sound, yeah, Timmy. Yeah. but he used to come over and dry hunt me, and I just would let him because he was just so sweet. My <laughs> <laughs> mom would be downstairs hanging out with her friends, smoking cigarettes, and Timmy would dry hunt me and drool on me. <laughs> the best thing would be if there was nothing wrong with Timmy. <laughs> he had just been doing that. <laughs> Fuck. Was Timmy fine? He was just a really good actor. Timmy turned out to be Leonardo DiCaprio. Was <laughs> eating Gilbert's Gilbert Grape. Gilbert's Grape. <laughs> Who's dumping Jesse May's hip? <laughs> Fuck! Drooled I got bamboozled her, by Timmy. Drool Denner. His name was really Renner Reynolds, <laughs> and he had like a four point two GPA. He just was a great actor. Oh well, he's probably a politician. You're now. welcome. You're welcome for those nocturnal emissions. <laughs> I'm gonna start trying that from here on out. Anytime I see someone I like, I'm gonna go and dry hump and drool on him and go like, no, you no, no, cannot you say anything. You can't say she anything. She has special needs. Let I her finish. Have a, I have a card carrying member. Let her finish. She's not done yet. You better let her finish. Just let me finish. Otherwise, I'm gonna get cranky. <laughs> we let her. Bless her heart. We have to let her finish because she's a little downsy. And if you don't let her finish, that's a hate crime. That is a hate crime. There was a guy that went to my high school and uh, his whole, he had like, there was like a family of four sons. They all had the same. They were all like mentally. Wow. It was like something like the doctors even like told the parents, like whatever it was that she had, the husband and the wife that the every same parents. one of their kids were going to have <laughs> the same, maybe their brother and sisters. I don't know. She said. Whatever you have that's wrong with you, uh, i.e. y'all right. coming from the same batch. Right. Every one of them. Well, every one of their kids. Uh-huh. And this one kid, um, 
and I don't know, in like the special needs classes, the kids can be in the same class for, you know, it doesn't have to be four years of high school. Right. It's like they'll, and one of the sons, it wasn't even in my class, it was my sister's class, two years older, and they had, they were doing a rehearsal for graduation. And so they had to walk out in the parking lot onto the football field where they did graduation. And Jerry Wayne was his name. <laughs> and Jerry Wayne, we're, they're walking out, and I remember like I was... What's that? I know I was getting in my car to go like for lunch or something like that and they're all walking out and I hear one of the teachers go Jerry Wayne Jerry Wayne close up shop close up shop and he had take he just unzipped his pants and pulled his wiener through his zipper and he was just like ta-da ta-da and I was like Bless his heart. Bless you, Jerry. <laughs> you know, it need to breathe. Like, don't judge what? Jerry Wayne. He's about to graduate. He's already had so many obstacles to He's just overcome. Airing it out. He's just airing his ding dong. And by the way, probably to date, biggest cock I've ever seen in my really? life. It was just like <laughs> Ta-da! I'm like, that deserved a ta-da, Jerry Wayne. I wonder where he is today, Jerry Wang. Standing ovation with was that. Was it Wang? Was his last name Wang? No, that was his first name. Jerry Wang? <laughs> that was all one name. Well, I think it was like Marianne or something. <laughs> like Jerry Wang. You know, like it was two separate names, but they were the first name. You know, like oh if you called someone Marianne, but it was... Long name, long dong. Yeah, Jerry Wang. Good for him, man. Ta-da! <laughs> I was like, is he gonna, this is rehearsal. Is he going to do this in an actual <laughs> ceremony? That'd be awesome. Oh, my God. My, honestly, my whole face hurts from laughing with you. <laughs> um, before we go, what are some things that have helped you deal with losing your dad? I, I know humor is probably one of them because uh, you're naturally hilarious. Certainly. I would say... Um, you know, your dad passed away from Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. So my prostate cancer, I joined a prostate cancer charity and I'm a board of director member of a prostate cancer charity. And that was something it's called the blue cure foundation, which they probably won't like that. I said all the things that I've just said and then I'm plugging. And you know what? <laughs> Any press is good. Press Any press is good. Press. Beggars yeah. can't be choosers. Yeah, Bluecure.org. Go there. But, um, I joined the board of directors and that was something that like, instead of, for the you know first few years i really i moped around i was just sad i would burst into tears i have dreams all all the time about my dad it would i wake up they would feel realistic and i wake up i mean i could already feel like tears in my eyes and my eyes hadn't even opened for the day like just this oh it's just you know gut-wrenching and it's so those things are so visceral like those dreams are so and And you start to decode them right you're like well is he trying to connect to me but, is yeah. he is he is he in some realm? Maybe I smoke way too much weed, but I'm like my dad's in some realm. Yeah. Well, I was like, what does this mean? You know, whatever. And then I started realizing, you know, I went to I go to therapy every so often, but I'm like, every dream was positive. It was. Mm. It wasn't like he's drowning. I'm trying to save him or right. anything. It was like, oh, there we are out on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> so like we were doing, you know, hanging out, and it was just like, oh, okay, well, this is cool. I get to have these dreams and well well now what can i do instead of bursting into tears over just the little triggers these little things it's like well maybe try to do something and so then i ended up joining this board of directors and it it made me feel good of like my dad had missed a he had had chronic like prostate issues he had had an enlarged prostate and everything and he had missed a checkup Mm. and when he went and got one it was already stage four Wow. So it had already spread. That's fast. And that was something that, so for me, I tell like guys, I'm like, look, I don't have a prostate <laughs> and I've never been affected more well, by something. I'm glad you're here today. I brought yeah. you a, a prostate. prostate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To not, to not have something and be so affected by right. that. And that's something that like, you know, of course, you know, breast cancer is terrible. I grandmothers both had breast cancer. That's something that I have to be on top of. But I think for men, they don't get the same prostate cancer doesn't get the same attention. I guess no, it doesn't. The- it's 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 one of the most under yeah. viewed and promoted. I don't know if promoted is the right word, but well, like one out of every four men or chance they're yep. going to have it and you can live with it. it. It's not a death sentence. You have, but you have to catch it early. You have to catch it early. And it's, all the studies and everything that you know I've learned from and it's like it's just so many there's so many guys so many that 
look, no, I don't want to go to the fucking gynecologist. No. It's not exactly a treat. And I'm also deathly afraid of doctors. I have whatever white lab coats like i yeah i had to get my teeth cleaned today and i was like sweating bullets because i thought they were gonna go oh you have teeth cancer and that's it for you you should have died yesterday i think that about every appointment but i'm like okay it's gonna be a finger in your ass like i don't like that sounds great yeah i mean i do it to my <laughs> i i have a prostate i'm sorry guys you have to go. go to the gynecologist you're like did prostate. you check my prostate while you're down there, do you mind giving it a little? How do you do? Honestly, guys, you got to go out and get your 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 prostate checked. It can save your life. Just have a, a finger in your ass can save your life. Yeah, and I'm telling you, I've had the the most fucking rewarding thing ever is having people go like, I've promoted constantly on my social media, and and I have a pretty like good presence on like Twitter and Instagram, yep. and people go like. I want you to know I actually went, I wrote this piece in GQ about my dad dying and it was very, very like real. Like, it yeah. was, and people were like, I actually went and got that. I got checked because I don't want my kids writing what you had to write. Like that wow. was so, and I was like, good, thank you. Like it doesn't need to be this statistical one in every four guys. It doesn't matter. It is a very real thing. Just go get it done. It's, and it's such a simple it, you're, you don't thing need to, to be get in done. A fucking brochure. No. It's not, you know, like people look at it so medically and so numbery and it's like just go get just it go done. get it done get it's, it done. it's and a couple hours out it, of your day and if you have it you get you get checked on a regular basis then if you do have it you're caught it yep in time that you can and now you can they can remove your prostate rewire things and you can still pee and fuck and everything like what? that it used to be you should be the spokesperson for prostate cancer I they'll sh- remove it you can still pee and fuck you can still pee and fuck <laughs> it's true it's a true thing like they've <laughs> They've mastered that. So well, there are probably a lot of dudes who are afraid of that. Right. It's like, yeah, you can remove this thing. It's the size of a fucking almond. Mm. And you get this little piece of cancer that can spread. It, and it goes dad, everywhere. In his bones. It was yep. and like tumors. Were, like, it, I mean, it just that quickly. Like, it's something that's so preventable. Yes. And you just have to be on top of it. And. So be on top of it. Dude. Yeah. What's the foundation again? It's called Blue Cure Foundation. It's bluecure.org based out of Houston. I want to yeah. check your article from GQ. I'd be yeah. very I'll interested to read that. It's good. And I'm amazing. I really appreciate you <laughs> <laughs> making my face hurt, making fun of the fact that I don't have a door that I use to shit. <laughs> I do, but I just don't use the door. Do you, do you get that thing dry clean? <laughs> I actually do wash it. I'm like, I got to wash my shit curtain today. <laughs> my shirtin. Your shirtin. <laughs> oh, my God. Your shirtin. <laughs> this has been one of my most favorite podcasts ever. Please clean your shirtins. <laughs> where, can my, where can my fans find you? <laughs> Jenny Johnson, high five, HI number five, Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. And make sure you guys get your yes. prostates checked. Finger, in, finger the ass. in your ass, but not just from your partner. Right. You need a, there needs to be a lab coat. Yeah. And, and, a, and, and an office. Like a legit one. Yeah, not like one you got a off of Amazon. on the wall. That. Right. There's got to be, and even those can be fake. So make sure you're actually going into a doctor's office. To get fingered. To get fingered. And it's not like, you know, just one room. It's got to be attached to a whole building mm-hmm. with other people who are dressed the, as professionals. And there's a shirt. And there's shirt. If there's a shirt, in, run. Jenny Johnson, you're a goddamn <laughs> unicorn. <laughs> Happy birthday. I'm sorry. Happy birthday, Dad. Love you so much. This one's for you.